So hello and welcome to the second episode of the Living the Dream podcast, a podcast for real estate agents that discusses strategies to grow your business to its maximum potential, while at the same time making sure that you are in control of your career and have the time to live a balanced life. So I'm Linus Kilius, Head of Business Development at Homania. With me as always is the co-host of the podcast and the broker and general manager of Century 21 Heritage Group, Aaron Richardson. Hey Aaron, how's it going? Hey Linus, how are you? Oh, can't complain, can't complain. Episode number two, are you excited to get the second one going after like, you know, shaking off the rest of the first one? Yeah, there's some rust there, but we're, I'm, I'm ready to go for the second. The, uh, yeah. the, the snow is falling and uh, we're set. <laughs> if, is that the measure of success? A little bit uh, of today's the first, yeah, first day of snow in New Market. <laughs> All right, well, today we're going to be talking about breaking into the business, starting a new career isn't easy at all, any sort of career. It's scary, exciting, overwhelming, nerve wracking. And I imagine new real estate agents experience pretty much any and every emotion you can think of. So let's explore those first crucial months in the business, looking at what new agents do right, what they do wrong, what they should be doing to keep a hold of their sanity and flourish in their new career. There's no one better to talk to about this than Natalie Ryan a realtor with Century Phone Heritage Group who is certainly flourishing in her new career, one that just started a little bit over a year ago. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. So just off the top, why don't, we, why don't you tell us your story? How did you decide to get into real estate of all things and how did that journey go? Uh, well, I have been in the service industry, uh, bartending and serving for ever since probably I was actually 18. So um, always done the service thing, the customer service, talking to people, social, um, but I've always wanted something else on the side. So I've been through quite a few different um, educational programs, actually, before I came into real estate. I've done anywhere from aesthetics to admin. Uh, none of them really stuck with me. They weren't things that I absolutely loved. Um, so then last year, or I guess it would be two years ago now, I decided to do the real estate course um, after a little bit of push from a couple of real estate friends I have. And uh, I haven't gone back since. I've loved it. Good to hear that you're mm -hmm. loving it too. What, was it all like, you know, shiny roses and everything along the way too? Or there must have been no. some trouble or, or, <laughs> or obstacles that you had? Yeah, not at all. There, it was actually really difficult. I found the, um, the courses pretty difficult. I did it all online through Aurea. Uh, which is much different now because it. I don't think you can do it now. It's all through Humber um, and some other places as well. Um, but it was uh, it was difficult. The exams were difficult. Uh, there was a couple of rewrites I had to do in there, um, but I got through it. And um, yeah, no, I was I was I was happy to to get through that part. You must have been one of the the last of the Aria uh, classes that were, yes. were happening. I was on the brink. And yeah. And I know because I, I talked to a lot of real estate agents that just came out of the classes, especially at the at the end there, and they really turned up the notch in the last year, maybe two years, um, in terms of how hard the courses were to to get through. So I very same sort of. Uh, I guess experiences that I heard from other realtors uh, coming out of the uh, the end of the career or Aria courses. So um, yeah, I mean it must have been a, a bit tougher than than when we, maybe we started as well, which is good. We we wanted to as an industry to see, you know, it go out a little bit tougher and you know, start to sort of weed out a little bit. I guess people um, are often or our, our realtors are often saying, ah, there's too many real estate agents in the right. business. We don't want any more, right? Um, so, yeah, no, good on you for getting the license. Thank you. Thank you. It was it was definitely good once I got it because I worked really hard for it, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So as soon as you got your license though, so you had your license, what was the next step? And take me through like the next six, six weeks, six months of, of that process where, where you, you know, did, were you ready to sell right out of Oh, college? definitely not. There was a, a lot of questions and a lot of things uh, to figure out. Whereas like branding, which brokerage you want to be with um, and a whole bunch of other things like that. Mentorship, training programs, um, getting out of school. It was hard and everything, but they don't really teach you the real world of real estate kind of thing. Um, so I had to, you know, use my resources and just kind of research where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. And I actually uh, started off with a different brokerage, as you know, Aaron, um, which I liked that brokerage as well, but it just wasn't the right fit for me after um, a little, little bit of time there. It wasn't, it wasn't very long, but that's just, just goes to show that there's a lot of decisions to make and it might not always be the right one at the time, um, but it may pan itself out. So, which it has. <laughs> so so what went, went to that process of choosing a brokerage too? Cause that obviously is like the, the biggest first step is you got to find a brokerage to, to sign up with before you can start really your career after the courses are done. Right. That was like the one big thing uh, that and kind of making an announcement, but making an announcement kind of came after finding a brokerage in a sense, cause you want to announce who you're with and what you're doing. Um, I interviewed quite a few. Um, that was one of the things some people have told, had told me to do. Make sure you go around to all of them, see what they all have to offer. Um, I really liked, I, I was with Royal Page to begin with. I really liked their training program that they had, which was huge for me as a new agent because I got out of school and was kind of like, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> so uh, that was really big about them. Um, and then... I went over to Century 21 and the training program uh, was very, very good there as well. So I'm a big thing was the training programs, uh, especially as a new agent. So what would have been the first, um, if you were actually, if you were to go back and start over, would there any, anything you changed? Would you have started with one thing first opposed to where you, you begun? Because there's a lot, a lot to learn, right? Just to get it up and going quicker. Right. I almost wish I didn't. Um, I, I chose almost the second brokerage first in a sense, only because the whole change in the beginning of my career was a bit hard to do all the new branding all over again and all that and kind of it was I didn't want to show all my social media following and everything that I just had switched right away. Uh, it was for yeah. good reasons, but a lot of people don't ask and they wouldn't know. Right. They just see what me just switching around kind of thing. So I definitely would have liked to, you know, maybe take a little bit more time and solidify a brokerage first. Um, but it just happened how it happened. Right. And, and in terms of where your business is coming from, percentage it, like where, where are you getting your clients now that you're a year in opposed to, you know, where you maybe even thought you were going to get your clients for from the beginning? Um, I get a lot of clients through online social media. I have, um, I'd like to think I have a, a really good grasp on the social media aspect. Um, I have a lot of pages, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And also I do keep um, a shift or two at the bar, uh, which I didn't entirely plan to do in the beginning. I want to be full bore uh, real estate for sure. And as most do, but keeping one shift a week has proven to be um, really well, really great because I just, I talk to a lot of people. It's a small local bar, right? So I have a lot of people in and out throughout the daytime and nights. So it's, 
that's a huge outlet for me. So between the two of those, that's probably like 80% of my business. Like a lot of business comes through both of those. Is it typically new people that you're you're meeting uh, or is it is it the people that you've you've known for years? Yeah, social media, yes. Uh, as for the bar, I've been there for 10 years. So it a lot of those came from relationships I had already formed over those years, which was absolutely fantastic because they already trusted me. My first listing was, I believe, two months, not only, not, not exactly two months in, just under two months in. And it was a couple uh, that had frequented at the bar and they just, they trusted me because they know me. So it worked out really well. I didn't think I would have a listing so fast like that. Yeah, a lot of successful real estate agents I've talked to too, they, they constantly say that. They say, if you get out there, you're just chatting to people, like the opportunities present themselves. And I think it's an amazing like little thing that you did, like keeping that shift to the bar. So you can keep those like connections going. You can talk to new people, meet new people, you have those opportunities. It's almost like advertising you're getting paid for, right? A hundred percent. I say that all the time. Yeah. It's a, it's a good place as well because um, I have a really good relationship with the owner and the manager, well, the owner of the building and then my boss as well. So before even uh, COVID happened or anything, I was able to, I started planning, but wasn't able to uh, do parties in there of sorts and, you know, another big outlet to have uh, maybe free advertising for myself in a way. You say social media, and I, I'm super impressed always with all your posts and the different things Thank you're doing. You. Very professional, amazing. Um, what what is it specifically um, that are you you know what what other things are you doing on social in order to really engage? Why are you successful? Because I think everybody's on social these right, days. Right. What are you doing differently? Um, I think mostly is the engagement. Like you can anybody can post anything and have people like it. Um, I comment on a lot of people's stuff. Um, um, I make I make sure every morning all the happy birthdays to get them all out there. Um, somebody got a new dog. Somebody got a new job. Anything like that. And but I I personally message them instead of just commenting on it. Uh, sometimes I'll comment and personally message or anything like that. Even at sometimes send them maybe a gift card or something. Um, but I use the social media to know pretty much know what's going on in people's lives so I can uh, talk to them and just have chats with them. And a lot of agents don't do that too. Uh, uh, we, we're, we're at home and we're a marketing company. A lot of agents are like, well, we just wanted like you to post everything automatically for us. And we're like, well, it doesn't really just work like that. You have to make sure you're engaging with your client base. You can't just post stuff all over the place. It's kind of like sending people junk mail almost, right? right? You have to, you have to keep up those conversations in order to keep those relationships going. Cause that's really what real estate's about. It's about maintaining relationships. Right. Yeah. And what sort of organizational systems in the first year did you implement in order to to keep uh, to keep everything? Like you, you said you you know wish to have a birthday, sent sent a, a gift, or or gave a call. Is there anything you're doing to keep track of you know of that and and try and manage that? Uh, to be completely honest, in the beginning it was kind of a whirlwind. I kind of just did all of it and I didn't really keep track of it. Um, but I knew in the back of my head I needed to because then it would be a little bit more organized. I know you and I have talked about it a few times about where um, I reached out to you where to get a little bit more organization. Um, I write down a lot of stuff, <laughs> maybe not in charts or anything, but notes period. Um, but some of the resources that actually Century 21 has given me, um, some spreadsheets, just simple things like that I uh, actually use. Um, 
as much as recently, the one that you just uh, showed me, the spreadsheet of months kind of thing. And then there was some others in the beginning as well. So lots of spreadsheets and lots of writing things down. Um, I've seen uh, Remarketer's been proven to be to be really good for me so far. I'm just getting the grasp of it now, but now that I put in the notes and everything, um, I'm finding it to remind me a lot more things like like the birthdays and stuff like that. And just to g give everybody a, an overview of what Remarketer is, it's a it's a CRM a client retention management system. And uh, there are many of them out there. So it's not just a, a shameless plug for the remarketer program, which is a third party that we we brought in. Um, it, it really does a good job, though. And, and one of the things that Natalie that you, you know, have impressed me is when we sat down to have these conversations about, um, you know, what you should focus on and, you know, and, and, and building out your business plan, um, you follow through on everything. It's which is just it impressed me. And this is the reason why I suggested to Linus to bring you on is as a new agent, it's so important with the follow through. And, uh, you know, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, I know I've got to, you've got to set up a newsletter. Yeah, yeah, I know I got to contact my clients and yeah, I should do pop buys and note cards and calendars and all this sort of great stuff. Um, but it just seems like everything that, uh, uh, that we've chatted about the next week we talk, you're like, yep. Okay, check mark. That's done. Move on. And you're working, you know, still at the bar for a shift or two or whatever it is. It's just, I mean, you've done an amazing job with that. I and uh, you're that. starting Thank to, you. yeah, you're starting to see some of the, uh, the lucrative things. Let me ask you a question because I know a little bit about um, the, the history of real estate and, and our agents as well as what you've gone through. Um, uh, leases opposed to sales. Are they worth the time? Do you, are you getting enough from them? Or like, what? Tell me about that because I know a lot of our agents do help people find rental properties, and uh, it's not always the most lucrative thing in the world. So tell me a little bit about <laughs> yeah. that experience. I actually find it uh, harder paperwork-wise, um, a lot more paperwork, a lot more in-depth stuff than um, finding someone a home to buy. So it is a lot. I find it to be a lot of work. Um, but I genuinely do like helping people. So when somebody reaches out to me and says, I only have a few months to get out of my house and I need to get to A to B, how am I going to do it? I do genuinely like helping them. Um, a lot of it is setting up my business for the years to come. Um, especially in the beginning, I got a lot of leases and I was really happy to get a lot of leases because it was more so a little bit of practice for me uh, with paperwork and dealing with agents and stuff like that. Um, and I have had a success story from a lease already. So um, I got a lease for a nice couple and now I just sold their house a month ago. So, uh, or, or her daughter's house anyways, but yeah, so a lease led to a uh, purchase for me and it was, uh, so that's a success story out of a lease. So if you set up yourself in the beginning, maybe it'll come back around and get you. Oh, a lot, I know a lot of agents like do try and avoid leases because the money isn't necessarily there for them. But I, I think that it does make sense to try and foster that potential future business. You can look at it as an investment, right? As opposed to like, well, I'm only making this much money on this. You know, it's not worth my time. It, it really is because you are make, get, developing that trust and again, developing that relationship. Right. So Natalie, is there any sort of advice you'd give to any new agents, like just just thinking about getting into the process, not even new agents, like people that are just considering uh, taking their courses for the first time? Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably have a lot of advice for them <laughs> at this point. I feel like, I mean, I'm only a year in, I'm still very fresh, but I've learned a lot of things already. Um, definitely, it's a lot harder than you may think. Um I think I was pretty humble for, with my expectations, but um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, don't you just 
go to a property and then write up some paperwork and that's it. You make your money. And it's, it's far more than that. It's a, a, like we've been talking about, about building relationships and, and a lot of things like that. And there's a lot of stuff that people don't see that, um, that we work really hard on. So um, including the social media, the getting yourself out there, the relationships, it, it all kind of boils into one. So it's not just paperwork and showing up at a property kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to back up a little bit and, and look at, because I, I have almost a mental checklist. I'm going to go through it um, with what you're doing in your marketing um, right from the beginning. Um, and so you, you have a CRM system. It's keeping you um, managed in terms of, you know, who do you, who do you know? How, how many people do you have addresses for? You send out a newsletter now. You're keeping in touch. You're calling. You're putting new people in that you've uh, met through your networking, whether through your, your job or whatnot. Um, what other things? So you're doing social media. Uh, your social media is uh, personal um, interaction and asking questions and commenting and, and making sure that, you know, people understand you care. Um, yeah, for sure. now there's some automation involved in that as well. Um, I know, and I, I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of the automation, but I, I understand now <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of automation, but okay. I'm not a huge fan of the automation on social. So paying somebody to post for you, for example, um, I've steered people away from that, but there is certain systems and this one happens to work really well with you is back at you media and tell me how that worked for you how did you in, engage with a, a a social posting service that actually you know i guess got you some uh, got you some good leads or or some success yeah, there it has actually and it's um it's very monumental in my business i actually really really enjoy it um i take a certain day out of the week or maybe a certain couple hours out of each day and i pre-post all my posts ahead of time there are some that i need to post on the day of which is fine um but a lot of them i can post ahead of time um just your generic um you know, market valuations, any, anything like that. Um, and it saves me a, a lot, a lot of time. And then it also enables me to um, do talk to those people in their personal inboxes and all that kind of stuff, because I've already pre-posted anyway. So I'm not focusing on posting my social or anything like that. And on top of me pre-posting on back at you, um, the actual uh, site itself generates some posts here and there, which are home valuation tools and stuff like that, which I have actually got a lead off of uh, recently. So uh, somebody wanted me to do a home valuation for them. So I've done that and we're chatting still. And so it, it proves to be really well to work really well for me as well. It's just amazing because, again, you know, I've been on it for, what, out of 15 years and uh, and have just recently done the same thing, just had some automated posts. And it really kind of is nice. I like automation. Um, I've just seen people with, you know, some uh, do a poor job of it and just, just have these things running and they don't engage and they don't talk about, you know, personal stuff. Like there should, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's some sort of percentage out there of how much, um, let's say personal post to post to business, business post. To yeah. Post. yeah right? I actually find a lot of people, like I get way more likes on something that has a picture of me or a picture of my family or a picture of my house renovations or even my dog. <laughs> like I know, like, and then even if I say something underneath it about, about housing or, or talking to me or anything, it's just still more personal to people than just a picture of a random house kind of thing. So even though I, I do post those as well, but I find I get a lot more engagement on, on personal things. So. 
So, um, so you're doing, so you're doing social really well. Um, again, you're sending newsletters, you're reminding people you're in the business. Um, it's hard during this whole COVID thing in order to go face to face. Or is there any other systems that you have that you're doing, uh, or anything that you've had some success with? Um, actually, I mean, I, I think I saw something with you, um, coffee and talk about real estate or oh, buying, yeah. buying seminar or something like that. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I have a couple of mortgage agents that I work with, April and June. They are absolutely fantastic. Uh, they help me to make really seamless transactions for, for a lot of my clients, if my clients choose to use them as well as myself. Um, so we do a lot of um, kind of promotions to get people to find out, you know, like what they're pre-approved pre-approved for and stuff like that. Uh, we do a lot of webinars. So we have even a webinar tonight is one of our um, one of our, our third one out of the four this month, uh, just on home ownership and you know the process of getting there. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know that as a buyer, my services are free. A lot of people don't know how much do they have for a down payment. There's a lot of things that people uh, would like to know and would like to know um, for free, of course. And then the coffee and consultations. So uh, we offer people just, you know, a free small gift to come in and have a chat with us. Um, it can be through Zoom. It can They can come to the office. We can wear masks, you know, do the safe the safe route and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can have phone calls and all that kind of stuff. So so we're, um, we're just getting out there and getting a lot of interaction from people and a lot of call to action in a way, getting people on the webinars and stuff. So... And, and those those are working. I mean, you're, you're telling me I, I I've I've heard agents. You know, they get one or two. I did it once and got one person that signed up. And I said, yeah, you know, come on out. There's a whole bunch of people. I, one person shows up. It's like, it's happened. well, it's we're happened, doing a one on one. We're doing a one on one today, and all yeah. the rest of it. But that's great. That's uh, yeah, that's a really good. Uh, it was hard in the beginning to do that and and stuff like this. I'm not a go on camera kind of person. So, but that's a part of my advice for new agents too is just to put yourself out there kind of thing. So you've, you've got a listing presentation, you have a buyer presentation, that's all set up and ready for you? Yeah. You, you're, yeah, yeah. You, you feel confident with that? So what's next then? So you've got all the material, you've got all that stuff happening for you. What's the next step? Where, where are you going to head? Where, where, do you, where do you think the, the goal is over the next like 2021? Uh, sell a lot of houses. <laughs> That's the most obvious answer. Uh, just keep the organization up, uh, keep the accountability up. I know I appreciate your phone call every week. Um, I, I had asked Aaron to have a phone call for accountability, uh, just like he said, to, to get things done every week so that I can know if I'm on the right track, make sure I'm doing the right stuff. Uh, just, just keep the flow going and uh, keep building the business. I know it's, it's only year one and, uh, I know, I have a lot of years to go and a lot of years to build the business. It it takes a little bit more time than just a year, so I hear. So, uh, I mean, things are rolling. The ball is starting to roll for me at a year, but I'm excited to see what two and three and four do for me. Sounds like you're extremely busy with all the things that you're doing. Do you find, <laughs> I, am, I am quite busy. Do, do you find real estate is kind of like taking control of your life, though, or do you find that, that you're in control of it? Um, I can feel both at, at different times for sure. Uh, sometimes it's all at once and sometimes I can take a break. So when it is time to take the break, when I feel like I'm not getting a lot of people all at once in, in that day, maybe for example, then I will be conscious to take the break at that time kind of thing. And, uh, but then when it's all at once, I, I go all at once. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's the main question is, are are you living the dream or are you (laughs) (laughs) are you are you on your way? (laughs) I think I'm on my way. I think I'm on my way. I think I need a little bit more years to uh, get organized and just, you know, really find my groove. No, you're, you're doing an amazing job of it. And that's, again, the reason why I've, uh, I, I see your business take off. And it's really nice when you're working with somebody uh, that uh, that's not only doing everything right, but they're having some success now because of the things you're doing. And just, yeah, keep up that. That's it's just amazing. Thank it's a you. good feeling, too. Yeah, it, I, I've, it is. I've been through it, I've <laughs> it been through it myself. Feeling. And you kind of walk with a different swagger as soon as you start selling <laughs> lots of houses. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely scared in the beginning. It's, it's a lot. It's overwhelming and it's scary to think like even after the first house you sell will I ever sell another one kind of thing uh but yeah no it's nice um that's a good question actually because (laughs) you know and we you know and I'm not sure if we've talked about this in the past you know setting yourself up um now that you start making some money for future years to increase and you know um to scale your business up and be able to have the afford to do that and everything um have you thought about uh, tax planning? Um, are, are you? How, have you got somebody to look after things for you? Are you going to do it yourself? What are you doing financially to, to hopefully over the next few years? Because as soon as you start making more money, guess what? You, s- you probably start spending it too. So yeah. just kind of. I'll start spending it. Government will start taking it either way. Um, I have reached out to some people to help me with that. That was one of the biggest things that people told me when I first got into real estate because I asked a lot of questions. I asked a lot of different agents uh, their advice and almost everyone uh, said, put away your money for your taxes, put away your money for your taxes. So that was something that was embedded in my brain right from the beginning. So I got a grasp on it. I mean, the receipt handling thing is a little bit, I just kind of throw them all in there and organize it one day, but I'm sure I'll, I'll come up with an uh, You're not alone. An app to, to figure that all out. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, so far, so far, so good. Last year wasn't that bad. I didn't, I didn't sell anything in that year, but this year will be a little bit different for me. There's, there's an app out there. It's called Receipt Bank. It was suggested to me to suggest a couple. So I, you know, I've been playing with it and stuff. It looks pretty good. So if you get a chance to have a look at it, Receipt Bank is not a bad uh, uh, app to look at too. Because yeah, you, I remember used to always just throw all my receipts in one big. And I, and I've, I, I had a bookkeeper for many years. And then there was years I was, you know, going through every single one of them, um, just depending on whether or not to, I was going to pay somebody to do it or whether I was going to do it myself over, you know, uh, a bag of popcorn in a movie one night or something but, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a few nights you know because it does get uh, it gets pretty tough to to manage that yeah for sure yeah well for every 10 natalie's or sorry for every one natalie there's 10 agents that don't succeed too <laughs> wow. so oh, yeah. um yeah like it's it's really impressive that you've done what you've done natalie you're definitely in the minority for being able to be so successful in your first year and have such a positive outlook on things thanks um I, but I think that's a great place we can end. We started ending off the show. But uh, Natalie, thanks so much for coming out. It, it was really a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that Aaron was the one who was, yeah, like, we got to get Natalie. Like, he, he was so enthusiastic, too. I was like, I, I can't wait to meet Natalie and see what, what, all, the, what all the hype is about. <laughs> and that's, you, you didn't disappoint. So if, if you like the show, subscribe to our show pretty much wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us five-star reviews on those sites. That really, really does help. You can check us out on our website at livingthedream.show, where you can check out and listen to any or all of our shows. Or you can head over to our YouTube channel at youtube.livingthedream.show to watch our podcast video streams on demand. 
you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us anytime at podcast at livingthedreambotshow. Thanks again, Natalie. And thanks again, Aaron. Everybody else who's watching, have a great week.